Don't you fucking <laughs> undersell. I'm, I've been working so too hard and too long at this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. My name is Michael Hing and you are listening to the Free to a Good Home show of po- podcasting show. Joining me as always is our is friend of the show, co-host... And uh, snack provider... Cranky boy. That's what he is right now. <laughs> right, Mr. Ben Jenkins. Cranky boy. <laughs> As you know, I have a certain standard for snacks that I like to bring to this show. And there's a, there's a convenience store up the road from where we record this that is an excellent provider of snacks. Oh, fantastic. And I walked up there in the sweltering fucking heat. This is the, this is the Sydney September... Yeah. Blech. And, and I was about to say the blastoise of heat, but that's not a no, that's it's not a word. Anyway, just let me. I'm furious. <laughs> and he, the sign said back in five minutes, so I waited out the front like Fry's fucking dog for <laughs> for 15 minutes. And he didn't come back in five minutes. So let's go to a lesser grocer. But the upshot, Hing and mystery guest, mm-hmm. is that I couldn't get interesting soft drinks for everybody. You motherfucker. And I couldn't get interesting snacks, which you had you had promised us. Yeah. You, you, we left and I was setting this up and you said, I'm going to go away and you can get any. I said, I, I, they were my words. I said, literally any soft drink you want, I'll get. Yeah. A light, uh, or mystery guest wanted, <laughs> wanted grape soda. No, you wanted no, grape- I wanted a fucking grape soda. Okay, look, the point is, you all get Coke, <laughs> but you know what you all also get? Everyone gets a Calippo. <laughs> you get a Calippo and you get a Calippo. Well, thank you very much, Ben. You know what? I was going to get everybody Bubble Bills, um, but then I realized you're a fucking vegan. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, well, I appreciate You could have got Bubble Bills and then- no, Oh, you want- don't No, don't defend you. Um, and I also have Cool Mints. Cool Mints. Cool Mints. Well, thank you very much, Ben. That and, is very oh, nice. And, oh, yeah, no, I did manage to find something a bit gross. I got some coconut water for our guest. Ah. But apparently that's quite nice. So maybe <laughs> joke's on me. All right. Well, we'll have, I've got a story to tell you as well. Um, but should, I think people are really just wondering who it is. Is it Banksy? Is it Banksy? It's Banksy, <laughs> every right? Week. Every week they want it to be Banksy. <laughs> Can you imagine if one week we got Banksy and he was just a shit guest? Like he's not very good on mic. He's, he's very private. Hey, for but... all we know, our guest is Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> our guest this week is Radio Professional, a thing we promised ourselves we'd stop getting because they make us look shit. And it was so bad. But we have a Radio Professional. We have... A comedian, an actor, an actor, a runner of shows at the mm. Giant Dwarf Theatre yeah. where you and I frequent. Yep. It's Ms. Eliza Riley. Whoa. Welcome. Oh, it's me. I'm not Banksy, though. Oh, I'm boo. So but that's exactly sorry. what Banksy would say. I didn't realize I'd done so much with my life, Michael Hing. Uh, yeah, he's, good at, yeah. he's good at introducing everyone but me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still, for some reason, friend of the show. I just like calling you friend of the show because you've been on it since episode one. Yeah. You're co hosting, you're here every week, and um, I think it's a funny, ironic thing to say. Sure. Thank you so much for the Calippo, too. Hey, it's a hot, it's a hot Sydney day. And the, um, the can of Ooh, coconut. A bit of Foley? I told you I was a professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> should uh, I should I open it now? You do what you want with okay. it. Get on it's board. your coconut water. I was told that I would get a Coke and I haven't oh, yeah. got a Coke. So what the fuck oh, is going on fuck. there? You get a nice tea. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, that no. sucks. That's no, I'm word. saying oh fuck because I bought that for myself <laughs> and forgot about it. And I was like, I'm getting a Coke, and then I drank the Coke. Oh, this is fucking great. Oh, I'm, I'm so upset. This. this is great. Do you think this is why people listen to the show? I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, okay, two things to talk about. Mm-hmm. The first thing is, last night I, I was at the Electronic Games oh, yeah. Expo, 
and like a some, massive loser. Yeah, like a well, like a massive hero. I think you'll find mm-hmm. uh, several thousand nerds watch me do some comedy about video games. And Excellent, it was great. And then afterwards, some people I and I joked with them about how creepy this was. They hung around in the car park <laughs> for me to get to my car. Uh, not, to, not, not, to, to steal your things. No, not my... Your wallet, your phone. Big fans of them. <laughs> yeah. And they said they could put it on Gumtree because of the show. Uh, no, they waited around at the pay station, the car park, because they thought because I talked about how awful parking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we'll wait. And they hung out and they're like, hey, we're big fans of the show. And they mentioned uh, how much they like Ben's snack report at the start. Really? And I was like, don't... I had to tell him this, obviously. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I think I think this is a bit of like a Pirates of the Caribbean 3 Situation where everyone was like, we love Jack Sparrow, more Jack Sparrow. And you don't want more Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow is just a nice little... It could also be a Pirates of the Caribbean 3 situation in that you're being played by Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, that's true. Oh, sorry. The part of Ben today is being played by Academy Award winner Jeffrey Rush. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually um, the sixth one, I think, is filming in Queensland. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. We all got that extras memo. Yeah, we we all got that. The, the six, sixth one. There, is, there are six pirate there movies are six. now. There are six. There are. I didn't no. realize that Kira yeah. Knightley had so much depth and breadth. Yeah. But I think she gets killed in like the third one. Does she? Yeah, she gets slaughtered. Six. <laughs> Just viciously. Yeah. Wait, it's been okay. going for so long now that this one is actually set in present day. <laughs> okay, so wait. Somali can we, pirates. Yeah. Can we name Pirates of the Caribbean? Pirates of the Caribbean 1. That was just called Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Was it? It's not Dead Man's no, Chest? Pirates of the Caribbean have a lovely time. That was right. the first one. <laughs> right. Then there two. was Dead Man's Chest. Right. Then no, three Black is... Pearl. The Black Pearl. Uh, 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 then Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. Then... Um, Here Knightley isn't in this one. That's no, the fourth the, one. End of the World. End, oh, yeah. Voyage to the Centre of the Earth. Uh, yep. And How do you know this? Oh, it's a voyage to the end of the world. And then 20,000 leagues above the sea. Right, that's number five. <laughs> yeah. Number six. Yeah. What's number six It called? was on land. It was so weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so the other thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh, by the way, thank you for, for saying that to Hing, because that's nice. Super lovely. Please feel free to accost Hing. Um, no, I feel like no one ever accosts you. People just like... Don't make direct eye maybe contact they, with Mr. Jenkins. Maybe don't recognise <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you look like another... I don't know. Whatever. Maybe they think you're Andy Circus. No one knows what he looks like. So sometimes... Do people ever come up to you and thank you for your go- work in Gollum? Yeah, work go- yeah, okay. So the other thing is that Tom Ballard's uh, stand-up friend of the show, Tom Ballard, mm-hmm. at his stand-up show the other night, some people came up to me and said... Uh, some two, two young men came up and said they enjoyed the podcast. Thank yeah. you very much. And also a shout-out to Toby, who works at the 4A Art Gallery, who's your old friend, oh, and yes. I met up with the other day and has said he listens to it. So that's great Hello, as well. Toby. How are you? Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, can I also just address a bit of reader news? Mm-hmm. Eliza, somebody got in contact with us. I don't know if you... I don't, I don't expect you to have listened to last week's episode, or any episode, really. But there was a moment where I was talking about how there was an awful kid at my school who used to take soft serves from McDonald's workers and then throw them back at them. And somebody got in touch with us and was like, oh, I was listening to that hilarious story about how Ben used to throw soft serves at people. <laughs> and so I want to point out that wasn't me. You say that, but it, you, you definitely, like, cause when I edited the podcast, the story does sound like you were like, oh, I had these friends <laughs> in high school. No, but you did awful things to Yabbies too, yeah. so. Oh, you listen to it. Yeah, also, people didn't know what, it, yeah. our international listeners didn't know what a Yabby is, mm. and I think from our description, they thought they were much more terrifying than they are. <laughs> yeah. They're just like the worst version of a lobster, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're a <laughs> shitty method. They're a back lobster. alley lobster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, oh, the other thing I want to talk about is usually, listeners, we have printed out sheets for the classifieds that we read off. Uh, but we ran out of toner in our printer because we are mwah, professionals. Yeah. And I went to Officeworks today to purchase some more toner for our printer. And for the first time in, I think, since I was in high school, I tried to use my credit card, like my savings card. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you don't, you can't, it won't work. And I was like, oh. and 
you were telling me that sometimes when people do this, they go, "Oh, the machine must be broken." And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where I knew that I didn't have enough money. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that we could play this off as the machine not no, working. You can definitely do that. Oh. So I just went, "Oh no, I don't have any money." <laughs> No, but Michael, you got to understand that this happens all the time. Like every time I make a transaction, I don't look at my balance and I go, I look at the uh, the person across. I'm like, let's play a game. And then like as it's roll like tapping. Dice. Yeah, it was like roll the dice. Is it going to be declined or uh, what's the other word? The a. Accepted? Accepted. Approved. 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 Yeah. And uh, I only know approved. I only know approved. <laughs> you didn't know there was another option. I, I only knew declined. <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah, I know that game real well. I remember when I was at uni that used to happen to me a lot too. And I used to say, oh yeah, it does that sometimes. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it does it because you have no money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have no money. Yeah, sometimes the, um, the account, I, uh, yeah, I know what's going on there. The, the account <laughs> that that card is connected to, it's, it's, it, actually, it doesn't it's, have any money in it's it. It's not cash. It's only my bullion and shares. Yeah. And for yeah. some reason, your shitty store when it said bullion yeah. and shares. I've got a liquidity problem. <laughs> In Those that I, Bitcoins, in that I piss man. myself in shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week we'll be reading it off uh, iPads and laptops. Uh, so 21st century podcast. I think it's much more efficient for an audible medium, Michael Hing. Why would you get paper? Oh, it's because I can't check my Facebook on paper <laughs> and I, yeah. I get distracted sometimes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so sure. if I sound distant during this episode, listeners, <laughs> that's what's a, happening. There's a 90% chance that Hing's playing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's uh, get started, shall we? Oh, usually what we do at the start of the show is we ask our guest, uh, Mr. or otherwise, yeah. uh, if they have any kind of cool anecdotes or if they have any experience buying or selling things on eBay or Gumtree or Craigslist, that kind of thing. I do. I, I'm an avid buyer of commodities over the internet. I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I do a lot of shopping on Ali, the Alibaba kind of network, AliExpress, Alibaba. Alibaba? That's some hardcore shit. Yeah, man. I'm hardcore. So what do you if, mean? If what, you don't know, why, if, ben? Listeners, if you don't know what Alibaba is, it's like, the, it's like the industrial eBay of China. It takes out all the middlemen. So you are actually communicating with factories in China oh. and you can actually go straight to the factories and take what Whatever you but want. Isn't isn't that like only if you want like a thousand ladders or something? Who <laughs> doesn't my, want a thousand ladders, Ben <laughs> Jenkins? My only experience with them is when I used to work at the university. I um, would sometimes have to work with uh, the, the rest of the team to organize like diaries to be printed mm-hmm. in, in commodities of sort of like 30,000 of yeah. these. You know, we need little badges. We'll get five million badges or whatever, sure. you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but what have you bought? Well, basically, there's this thing, Alibaba's network. Basically, all small businesses work on it. A lot of people, I don't know why more people don't know about this, but basically, there's a kind of a sister tangent of Alibaba called AliExpress, where you can buy units, singular units of something, and they are incredibly cheap. So basically, I bought a. Um, Hang on, before we continue, yeah, go on. Just, just because this podcast, we are, uh, you know, we are very committed to our independence here at Pretty Good Home. <laughs> You're being paid by Alibaba. <laughs> <No. laughs> <They're fucking> <laughs> <laughs> Only a little bit. Okay. Only a little bit. But like, I just, I go on it all the time, and but, but you have to be very, very selective about your search terms. So if I want to get, say, um, a pair of sandals for the summer. Yeah. So basically I don't write like women's sandals because there's so much product yeah. under such under like eBay has a very strict guideline of like their search terms and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You have to write stuff like this. Sandals 2013 fashion hot <laughs> um, like for toes women <laughs> and then like and then you search it and then you go does it is this what you were looking for? And you were like, no, 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 no. So, is the problem that they'll show you like a mop bucket or some shit? Like, <laughs> or is the problem that there, there'll be a thing that 
that could feasibly be sandals that they just like, and you're like, I don't want to wear this at all. Exactly. You have to be, if you want something that actually you wouldn't be afraid to walk out of the house with, you have to be very specific about fashion, cool sandals now. So what kind of, what kind of marketer doesn't, like from the opposite, if you're running the Alibaba shop, a shop on Alibaba, and yeah. you have sandals that aren't fashionable, what's to stop you from just putting fashionable in the title? You got to get it certified. Or otherwise, <laughs> why are you putting non fat? Why, why are you putting what you think are unfashionable sandals on Alibaba? Some lanes they can be pr- practical sandals. You know, oh, sometimes right. there's a lot of foam-based material oh, on yes. AliExpress. But anyway, so I bought. Talking about sandals, let's just say I bought an uh, a phone case, which cost me like a dollar fifty, and it was one of those waterproof, like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can't break it. My and goodness. yeah, it was pretty good. Anyway, so then it asks you, of course, to do a rating. Mm-hmm. And I was just like uh, in a rush, and I was like, oh, blah, 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 half a star, whatever, blah, blah. I just clicked it. I was like, whatever, get out of here. Half a star? Well, I didn't pay attention to it. I was just like, oh, click, get out That's of here. Brutal. Get me that out of here. Brutal. See, of course. If someone left a half star review for this fucking podcast, I would <laughs> find them and I would murder them. That's <laughs> what I do. There was somebody who left a, a review for this podcast that said, yeah, look, this show's probably a four out of five, but I didn't want to mess up your rating, so here you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like I love how he he's integral, but yeah. then he's unintegral by yeah. being like, I just want to be nice, mm. but it's really important to me to be right. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you left a half star you rating. Oh yeah, I left a half star rating. Like a monster. And I, I put down the computer and went out like a real person. And then I came back to the computer probably 10 minutes later and I had received an onslaught of like personal direct messages from this seller. Did they do that? Yeah, they do that because I was actually like, oh shit, like that. Oh, can I swear? Yeah. What shit, <laughs> fuck, shit, fuck. Yes, good, great. So I'm not on community radio this, now, motherfuckers. No, this podcast is mostly about jizz and cum, so you can say shit, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so basically they, gave, they abused me over direct messaging wow. being like, please, but being like, please reconsider your rating of our store immediately. Now that like, seems like you've kind of endowed that message with some tone that isn't in the words. Can I have a crack at this? Go on. Please reconsider your rating of our store. Oh, okay. I'll do that. That's fine. Yeah. Please, please. Given that. <laughs> please, will you reconsider your rating? The store. <laughs> well, no, and then, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of, uh, I've ignored the message. Another thing, don't do that. Don't ignore the message because they will find you. And basically, they were like, we won't ship out the phone unless you redo the rating. Right. Yeah. Um, and I did it post haste. Listeners, if you thought I looked a little bit distracted then. Why would, how would they know that, what you look like? Oh, well, if you thought I, f- I wasn't saying like funny things for four seconds and you were like, where's Hingon? Has he died? Maybe they thought. The reason I was distracted is because Ben <laughs> decided in his infinite wisdom to take his calippo, his, his, his like, you know, with, with condensation ever accruing on the outside, and just, just rest it open-topped against the live soundboard we're recording this to. What could possibly go wrong, Ben, with you resting an ice block up against the fucking electronic soundboard? I've had enough of your negativity. <laughs> Shall we? Let's get straight into it. All right. Thank you for your story. That was that was fantastic, Eliza. Yeah, yeah. What we this is the fucking we've got the the pro on. We've got a fucking pro on this pro. this week. Thanks, All right, man. Uh, this first one is entitled. It's taken from Gumtree in the Adelaide region of South Australia. Hello, Adelaide. Uh, <laughs> it's the adult albino Darwin. I think that's a type of python for one thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. Adult female albino Darwin handles really well. <laughs> Uh, feeds like a champion, 
definitely up to breeding size. Unfortunately, she doesn't fit into my future breeding plans. $1,650. Now, oh, wow. I know nothing about pythons. I, like know, a champion. I know a lot about pythons. Are you, are you? I've had several pet pythons in my life. And so all of that seems really funny to you boys, but to me, it's reality. <laughs> are you serious? Feeds like a champion. That's slang for like, we'll eat a couple of rats and just be okay about it. That actually, we're looking right now at a corn python. And it is beautiful, like a, a, a canary all, yellow. How many things are you an expert in? What? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Let's keep going. Not, have, wait, can about... we talk about the fact that you've owned three pythons and you're still alive? How is yeah, this a thing? Because pythons, don't, because they're constricted. Ba- okay, I grew up in a, a little bit of a farm. May have are you been... Mowgli from the Jungle Book? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, but uh, so basically pythons are really great pets and they are, what, I, I caught one, my first one. You caught one. Well, it was on, yeah, it was on the driveway and I was like, mine. And I called it Monty Python when I was like seven. And then, now, yeah. is this a, first of all, that's great for a seven-year-old. Uh, that's, a, that's a fantastic pun. Thank you. Second <laughs> of all. Yep. Is that a pythons? I know nothing about reptiles. Yeah. Is is that a native to the area python, or was it was it a python that's likely to have been imported? No, he okay. fell out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't be mean. Okay, so basically, so what I'm asking is, did you just steal native. someone else's fucking python? Okay, oh, no, right. no, no, no. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. It's got diamond python, and diamond pythons are native to that area, and but they're constrictors, so they're not venomous per se, and neither is this one. Python yeah, but they can still constrict you to death. Like no, 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 no. What are you talking about? What, you reckon you can fight off a python? Yeah. No, no, no. They hot. Could I fight off a python? Could ben? I fight off a python? Yes, yes, <laughs> you <laughs> could. Yes, you but, could. But, but is, what is this? Paper, scissors, rock? Because I could beat Ben in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just about brute strength, okay? okay? It's about perception. But yeah, no. That um, yeah. There's pi- no, 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 no danger to you. They'll just give you a tight squeeze. When I was a little, when I was younger, I used to of a weekend just put on my dressing gown and put on, you know, the 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 belt of the dressing gown, and then the snake would loop around on top of the belt inside my dressing gown. So I would like. Like the warmth of the body, like you put it in your shirt and it curls so up you, in a little ball and sits on it. So you, you, you had when you moved to Sydney, <coughs> did you have to give up your pythons? Oh no, because Mum left the cage open and they escaped. But oh. we, this happened several times where like you'd feed the snake and you, it would it would like get out of the enclosure and then you would find it months later in like a drawer or something in, like, a like crash, yeah no it would really be like just crash. hanging out because it would sneak into the house and you wouldn't find it and then you'd be like we wow. just hope that it turns up and like a year later I opened a bathroom drawer and it went like <laughs> like jumped down and got me so yeah no no but they are the most amazing pets okay. ever number one you're creeping me out a lot <laughs> uh, number number two. I want to ask, uh, and you don't have to answer this if mm. it's illegal, but mm. don't you need to have a license for pythons? Michael Hing, you do. And you, did you have one? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> oh! The police have been notified. <laughs> it costs like $200. And when you could just get one off your driveway, why bother? Oh, my God. Right? Um, a friend of the, of the show, Miles Portek, um, was saying the other day that he wanted to get a python and then feed a little pig to it. Oh. And then put that python in the... Area of the hospital where they keep the babies. That would actually work because the pythons don't move once they've eaten. Yeah. So just sit there for like a week with a massive lump in it. 
Uh, but then still, they fed like an animal to an animal, and that's just true. Put it, yeah, <laughs> it's still. Uh, well, that is amazing that you. Um, but on with the. Can, like, I, can I ask the yeah. final thing? When they say definitely up to breeding, but unfortunately doesn't fit into breeding uh, future breeding plans. What are the what are the future breeding plans of 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 this that you like? I think I think they're talking about the fact that um what I'm asking is is this a summoning circle? Are we organizing some sort of <laughs> demonic <laughs> Well ritual? females are really elusive in the snake world, I believe. They're real frigid bitches out in uh, the reptile world and it's really hard for them cold to Cold blooded, sounds like. <laughs> cold <laughs> I was just doing some primo face work that was just lost on the listeners. Um I don't actually Unfortunately, she does not fit into future breeding plans. Is it possible that they're trying to like breed a snake and a, an nah. eagle together? They, <laughs> yeah, no, they've broken up. Like that's just his really nice way of saying she's a, <laughs> she's a bitch. All oh, right, no, no think, he's saying to her, she won't let me put a baby inside her. Yeah, that's exactly exactly uh, what they're, they're trying, saying. I think they're trying to make a snaggle. <laughs> <laughs> they are. She's really pretty though. Okay, Eliza, stop trying to. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, All right, <laughs> give, let's move give me on. the listing. Ben, do you have one you want to share? I have one. Yeah. This is from Alambi Lane. No, whoops. Probably edit that out because I just gave this person's address. This is from <laughs> uh, this is from Kelso in Queensland. Hi, Kelso. Um, oh, that sounds like such a made-up place, Queensland. Um, <laughs> so this is um, oh a Berkey water filter, mm-hmm. and it was put up uh, the today. Um, amazing filter. I consider it after years of research. <laughs> To be the best one I've ever bought. Going to buy again, but due to unfortunate circumstances, I'm unable to take them with me and I'm in desperate need of cash. All in caps. Filters everything! Fluoride, lead, arsenic, mercury, chlorine. Everything except vital minerals. $300. Wow. There's a lot going on there, I feel. Yeah. This is such a discerning water filter. Yeah. You know? With after you years the- of research. Yeah. Like, this person set out to buy a water filter in, like, 1999. <laughs> I was like, whoa there, hang on a sec. Why, what do you think the um, unfortunate circumstances are if he loved the filter so much? This, this is the other thing, like, I'm unable to take it with me. Like, it, it really, like, he's just, he's, just, he's just alluded to this, the most interesting thing in passing. I think it relies on what this water filter actually is, because I don't know what a water filter looks like. I'm thinking of one of those Brita sort of water cooler things, but that's a water cooler. Sure. A water filter is a jug with a, a filter on it, or is but this $300? like $300? I don't think so, mate. What, so what is this What is this thing? Is this, a, is this an industrial one you attach to your sink? $300? Or... I don't think so, mate. See, but that's the thing, Ben. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, why is it if it's just like for $300, it's not an industrial-sized one, but then he can't take it with yeah, him yeah. because I'm assuming small. it's too big. Yeah. Unless, I mean, so maybe he's moving into someone who only drinks sewage. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe he, um, this is such a good water filter. Yeah. That as a result of how good it is, he's become like a higher being. (laughs) Oh, we've also. It's sort of an ascension thing. Uh, Yes. Guys, something bad has really happened, I think, because we're forgetting one crucial thing, Mm -hmm. that they are in desperate need of cash yeah. and can no longer Ooh. filter arsenic from their water storage <laughs> right. supply. Something bad has happened. How much arsenic is was, there in water? I was going to say. Out of just like, general... She, no, well, when you're sus of, like, your loved one, you know, you can just <laughs> give the old, can I have a glass of water? And then you just filter it right in front of them. Yeah. Like nice while yeah, giving them eye contact the whole time. <laughs> it takes, like, ten minutes, but it's totally <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there... I, I mean, it filters fluoride, lead, arsenic, mercury, chlorine notably absent poop 
<laughs> do about that? Like yeah. anything important. That's because no, it does that minerals. by adding poop to it. <laughs> so there's that. Do you think he sold... Do you think this is like the first or the last thing he sold? I oh so you're thinking right so is this the first thing to go in the fire sale of desperate need of yeah. cash or is this he sold the car he sold the the shop he yeah. sold the coffee machine this is I think this is I mean it sounds like he's pretty attached to it yeah amazing filter years of research the best one I've ever bought suggesting they've bought other he's probably you know oh, yeah. what it's definitely he sold this definitely after the shitty ones he bought that weren't as good yeah mm. so we should look for other ads and he's like <laughs> look to be honest the fourth best water yeah. filter yeah. 50 bucks yeah in my it. extensive research at Waterfilter University <laughs> in Munich <laughs> so we still don't know actually what this is is, is it, maybe it's for a rain tank maybe that's what it is oh yeah and it's but then those things need to be replaced because we have a rain tank at, at, at our house do you do you yeah um, yeah we're, we're environmentals, environmental oh. types. Does it get um, full of snakes? No. Although, oh, snake, <laughs> snake times chat. Snake yeah. chat. I just saw a video of, on. you know how on the internet you watch a video and you can't ever unsee it? Mm. Mm. Now, this is a video from a Norwegian television show called Killer Karaoke. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and the show is you have to sing a song and they do crazy shit to you I, while they sing. I think Steve-O did the US version. Right, okay, yeah. Well, okay. in this Norwegian version, oh, God. it starts off being, and what, okay, what the video was titled was Inspirational One-Armed Woman, right? <laughs> and I saw like the flashing lights of the set and I thought, oh, maybe this is like like an America's like American Idol type sure. thing. And she was she was gonna sing. And I thought, yeah. you know what? I could do for some feels right now. Yeah. I like the way they, they emotionally manipulate you. Oh, yeah. this poor person. You know, even though she's totally fine, she's just got one arm. Well, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. But they're like, oh, what a poor person she's been. You know, and yeah. they give you the sob story. And I'm I'm easily yeah. led on by that. So I thought I'd click on it. I didn't realize it was killer karaoke. It's killer karaoke. And basically, what happens is this one armed woman is put on a swing. <laughs> Uh, like a like a like a like a studio swing that kind of like just roams her around the studio of the with the audience in front of her. Mm-hmm. She happens to have one arm. Not really important to the thing. <laughs> sure, but that's why I clicked on it, right? Sure. And then while it's swinging around, it just dumps her into various pits of snakes, <laughs> and she has to keep singing. What right? song is she singing? I didn't recognize the song. It was it a Norwegian was, one. No, it was in English. It was like a. It was just a pop song. Yeah. I didn't recognize it. Don't dip me in. <laughs> And, you know, if this was a person who had both their arms, yeah. right? And I'm not, I know, I know that this whole thing about disabilities, you should treat people just as people. Well, I you certainly that. shouldn't dip them into snacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the bare minimum. Now, but I, th- I, I would argue, Ben, that even though, yes, you should treat people as people, watching a person with both their arms get dipped into snakes is a very different experience to getting watching someone with one arm get yeah. dipped into snakes. Because you're like, okay, I understand that this hasn't affected your life in any way aside from that, you know, you just happen to be a person with one arm. Yeah. But what it looks like, if you only watch that one video for the show, <laughs> yeah. it does look like a show where they get people who are amputees and just throw them into horrible situations <laughs> and make them sing for their pleasure. And it is yeah, very unpleasant. Michael Hing, why, why can you pinpoint what exactly about it was inspirational? Like <laughs> wanting you to take on whatever that was happening. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I guess it's like, you know, it's that whole thing of like, oh, if she can do that, imagine what I can do <laughs> in my life. Which is obviously the, the most patronising, awful attitude, but that's what the YouTube video namer had so did, implied. Did, was, it, was it just her kind of trying to, like, just singing punctuated with moments of intense screaming? Yes, no, it was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> And the other thing about it is that they're throwing the snakes into water because oh. these snakes could swim and things. And they're du- so she all so- snakes can swim. Really? Oh, okay. Yep. So <laughs> I, thought, I 
thought initially watching it, oh, what a fun game. They're dumping a woman in some water. They're going to make her a little bit wet. And then, the, and then this, this like roadie comes along with a bucket of snakes and just kind of tosses them at her. And then she's all covered in snakes. She's all wet and she's screaming and singing. It was... I mean, it was incredible television and so, and weirdly exploitative and just the, the it was all of the things, all of the feelings. I am so happy with that. Um, so maybe he's doing that in his water tank. Maybe, no, maybe, no, like undoubtedly. Lies, have you got one? Yeah, I do, actually. <clears throat> Should I read the title first? Uh, yeah, just it's I'm a guest. from Craigslist. And, yep. uh, yeah. Have you heard of the Gold Bikini Club? Man, woman for man, woman, 30. And there's a picture. Mm-mm-mm, but I'll read the things. Hi, guys. We just returned from a holiday in Jamaica and we were told of an exclusive club called the Gold Bikini Club. We did get to attend the Jamaican version where my wife and the other women were dressed in gold bikini and had fun with Jamaican men and massive cocks and Jamaican women with big breasts. We had so much fun. We wanted to see if there was something like that here. We would love to hear from others who have experience similar or wanting to try something something similar message me back if game no full stop <laughs> yep and uh oh the pictures of the gold bikini gloves certainly do like a bl- look like a blast can you describe them please okay so there's three scantily clad women mm-hmm. and an african-american man in the middle we might know as jamie fox <laughs> with a a peace sign and sunglasses on so we don't see that he's crying <laughs> and there's all these women <laughs> My God, they look like they're having a great time. So, wait, in that photo, I, I thought that was Jamie Foxx. I wasn't sure if it was. It is Jamie Foxx, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh oh. Is that definitely. I thought that was Jamie Foxx. No, I, that is. That, that's, that's Jamie Foxx. So, that's a, is that a stock image of Jamie Foxx yes. and women, or is this that Jamie is... Foxx at the gold bikini club? Because, interestingly, all the women in that photo are wearing gold bikinis. Yeah, Jamie Foxx does a lot of charity work for the gold bikini club, <laughs> it's, his, it's his foundation. He's an advocate. <laughs> yeah. Those girls, they look so sad. <laughs> He's helping them put smiles on their face. So what I find interesting about this yeah. is is, is the, the least interesting thing about this is the name, right? Sure. So what, what, you're after, <laughs> what you're after is a sex club for couples. That's, right? what, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's, I, I want a sex club for couples. The, the golden bikinis seem peripheral to that. <laughs> Yeah. Unless that's your specific fetish. That's the thing. Like, is that what you're into? You wonder how important that is. Like, if it's just like, hey, I'm, I'm down for everything else, but this is kind of tacky. Can I just swear? Like, whatever. No, fuck No, it. no. It's, yeah. really, what, it's a bit loud. What does it say loud. on the door? What does it say <laughs> on the door? No, I've just got... I, I don't want to have to go out and get another bikini. I don't have a gold one. Yeah. The first and only rule of gold <laughs> bikini club. <laughs> it, it says uh, it's an exclusive club called oh. the Gold Bikini Club. But it's not very elusive, is it? So someone's like, oh, I'm going to the Gold Bikini Club. What do they do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just wear gold bikinis and stuff. Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's not the Stonemasons. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not like Gentleman's Club, yeah. where we know that no gentlemen's actually go. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, Jamaican. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that ad, maybe it was just how you read it, because you used your acting. But what? it seemed very coy until they were like, "Like we could get together with giant cocks." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and had we had fun? Yeah, with, like we had fun, fun with like Jamaican like... men with massive cocks <laughs> and Jamaican women now, with it, big breasts. Interestingly, it doesn't say that there was any sex. It just says we had. F- they were playing beach volleyball. Yeah, and the guy, dudes just happened to have big dicks and women playing, had big boobs. They were playing settlers of Catan. <laughs> And one of them was like, oh, by the way, my cock is huge. I'm like, that's nice for you. They say so uh, many times how much fun yeah. that they had. Yeah. So that's a, that sounds like a great okay. time. 
uh, counterpoint slash rogue opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the gold bikini club from Jamaica that's trying to start an Australian outfit? Thought they'd do a bit of viral marketing to begin with. Yes. Oh. They're like, hey, we're coming out here. What, what can we do? Oh, let's start the buzz. Let's start that water yeah. cooler chat about that gold bikini this is, club. This is astroturfing is what yes. it is. The only thing, other thing I know about Jamaicans and their promiscuity is a YouTube video called TGFI, like the Thank God It's Friday's franchise in Jamaica, and it is aggressively sexual. <laughs> and there's these guys playing pool and other women like uh, twerking their like on like nice. concrete. Like it is so, and then like it's just like you know when those videos where they have like a really high beam torch on top of the camera and all you can see is kind oh, yeah, of what yeah. the camera's mm. picking up mm. it's like that but then you know that there's Jamaican dudes in the background just having a beer but then all the girls like grinding up on any surface that they see right. like pool tables and couches and, and like stairs and like Man, anything I'm to use the ATM. Yeah, yeah and there's a DJ meanwhile looking really scared and there's some <laughs> tourists look it up TG, TGFI I TGIF think TGI, thank God it's Fridays. The yeah, yeah, TGI, yeah. yeah. and they, you could tell that whoever is in front of that franchise would be like, "This is great. This is going to be great. They're going to love it." And then it has just totally okay, been. So maybe I have like the total wrong end of the stick here. But yeah. My understanding of TJFs was that it was a family restaurant. It is, and it's the whole de- the decor is all family restaurants. There's like plastic menus with this Jamaican woman in like just nothing, just really like really like going animat- for animatronic it. robot oh, band. They love it. Have, 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 I, have I talked about the Jamaican reggaeton club before on the podcast? No, I think so. Okay, so my a very very good friend of mine, high school friend of mine, we've been friends for a very long time. She went yeah. to Jamaica um, maybe three years ago now, and when she was over there, she went to a reggaeton club, right? And she lined up, and she knows there were only women in the line, but her friend had brought her, the Jamaican tour guide lady had brought her there. Yeah, she goes into the club, and the and she's like, actually, you know what? This isn't weird at all. It's actually really fun. I don't feel threatened anymore. Yeah. There's no gross dudes around. Um, you know, I'm just having a fun time at this club full of women. What a fun time, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're playing loud reggaeton music. And then at the strike, at the, at the like the chime of midnight, <laughs> a curtain raises, and there was a, there's an entrance around the other side of the building for the dudes, and the men, and uh, have been held in a cage. For like an hour, right? And they're just kind of like pushing up against each other, being like, oh, it's like the running pa- of the bulls. Yes, we're here to party. We're here to party. <laughs> and then at midnight, like they switch the DJ to the headline DJ or whatever, and the cage kind of parts or it gets unlocked and the doors open. And just these these guys who have just been getting all antsy for like an hour or so, just the the the, the reggaeton club just gets flooded with these like shirtless dudes. That is terrifying. And they just run through like, yeah. And and she, and she was like. And I'm going to be honest, it was the fucking hottest thing. Like, because <laughs> she, you know, because she was like, oh, on holiday. It was a fun time and everything. She was like, it was amazing. Like, I don't, and I'm sure like there are totally gross, creepy things that happen in that kind of situation. But she was like, fuck, it was gross. <laughs> oh my God. Someone just whispers behind her, like, may the odds forever be in your favor. And then just disappears. And she's like, what, what? Holding like, she just like some stranger hands her like two Cosmos. And then it just goes like, these are your weapons. And there's just bails and just runs away. Second week in a row that we've had a Hunger Games slash Battle Royale reference. <laughs> oh, Battle yeah. Royale is my favourite. It is good. Thank you. Um, hey, can I just quickly say something about reggae? Other than it's, <laughs> other than it's the fucking Uh-oh. worst and I don't care who knows it. All right, well, it's, okay. it's, it's my. It is It is far and away my least favourite. Not, e- not even just type of music, just thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? I, I, well, I include like horse aids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... 
I was once doing, I think I, I think I was actually with you, Hing, mm. um, doing gigs at music festivals when you're a comedian. Uh, I've been a couple of times and it can either be the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. Like there's, <laughs> there's really no in between. And uh, one of the first times I did a gig at a music festival, it was at the Harvest Music Festival, which was a great lineup. And has since gone bankrupt. Mm. And has since gone bankrupt, yes. Um, I once did stand up. Uh, first of all, it was, it was completely in the open air. Um, it was completely, just, it, was just, it was just standing on a platform in the open air. That was in a tent. Um, and comedy dies in the open air. Like, yeah. And, in, and in that way, it is like horse aids. It's like any sort of fungus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, had, I was doing it uh, and about a stage over. So maybe this was like 50 metres from our little soapbox was a blasting reggae stage. And the promoter said to me like, Ah, uh, look, from where we're standing, it sounds really loud, but from the audience, it, you can't hear it. I was like, that's not how sound works. <laughs> because the audience is between us and the reggae yeah. DJ. If anything, it would be louder. So I was trying to do my brand of like bullshit meandering story comedy, um, competing with like, coming in from Zion. Like, oh, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember that gig uh, very, very specifically. And uh, it's, it's scarred on my brain. Because, uh, oh yeah, uh, because of that same gig when we were doing a hilarious comedy fun times, a uh, there was the storytelling portion which we were all doing, and then pre- prior to that there'd been a like a comedy stand up thing that I'd done, mm. and during my set a shirtless man uh, walked up onto stage while I, and it was a cordless mic I had, and he walked up on stage and then picked me up and put me over his shoulder and just walked off with me, <laughs> and that was when we got to test the range of the microphone. <laughs> Just pick me up and just was like, yeah, I'll take this. I'll just... And it wasn't like really aggressive or like I didn't feel threatened. It was kind of like a hug that just kept, and he just, he was, I don't know, just walked off. And I, we got to about 20 meters and then the mic cut out and I just was saying, oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. That is so magnificent. Oh my God. You got princess carried. I did. I, that, yeah, that's a princess carry. Yeah. yeah. One of the worst things about, about comedy music festivals is... If you're unlucky, nearly everyone who is in the audience is terrified and on drugs, and they're just like they've just found their way into into the tent. Mm. Well, there's at Splendor when I was up there this year, um, a man just started screaming in the middle of my set. <laughs> I was like, "Hey guys, blah 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 blah," and then the guy was just like, <laughs> and he wasn't like outside. He was like, "There's like 500 people sat down. He's just in the middle." And he rolls off onto his chair and then he's just like, like almost like praying towards the stage, like bowing down, just screaming. And we had no security. So <laughs> we just stopped. And then I thought it'd be funny to try and do crowd work with him. So oh, he's like, he's no. like, ah! I'm like, so what's your name? What do you do for a living? That's a nice shirt. Uh, <laughs> I think I've seen you at like Falls Festival a couple of years ago, maybe. maybe. Is that fun? Is that a fun festival to do if you guys have done them or not it's done that? The be- oh man, music festivals. I will always do them. It doesn't matter how weird or strange the gigs are. Because number one, I don't care and it's fun. Number two, <laughs> the best thing about music festivals is you get that, as a comedian, you get that sweet lanyard. Yeah. And the music festival promoters don't differentiate no. between the legitimate rock stars who are there and shitheads like this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get sweet treats. Oh, it's the best. I will sweet do Sweet treats. I will do, I, look, I've done Homebank, I've done Harvest, I've done Falls, I've done Splendor. Yeah. If there is any, I, I will, I've done uh, Southbound. I'll do any fucking music festival. I don't care. If I get to meet like MGMT again, I don't give a fuck. I'll do that. I'll do, I'll do a shitty gig in the open air with a reggae. D- I don't give a fuck. I got to meet, that the year I got to meet the Flaming Lips, 
I don't give a f- I'll, I'll, Are you kidding? I'll do shitty comedy in front of a reggae DJ for six minutes so I can get to read the flaming. You fucking kill. I'll do that. Now. Comedy in front of a literally a screaming man, and you care. didn't stop to ask him if he was okay. Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. I got to hang out with the Jezebels. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let, let's move hey, on. Hey, can we just in this break open these cool mints? Yeah, because <laughs> um, it's just got too hot in here, yep. so we got to cool it down. These are cool fruits, actually. Oh, Ew. interesting. Yeah, I got them because I hadn't had them since I was ten. So, um, for our international listeners, uh, a, co- a cool mints Australian. Uh, Alan, so they would be. The cool fruit is the uh, offspin, the flamboyant cousin, if you will, of the cool mint. So basically what you want to imagine if you're from New, uh, New York or well, if you're from Amer- outside of Australia. Don't know why I said New York. Uh, actually, you know why? It's because I checked our stats. Most of our American listeners are in New York. Really? Yeah. Anyway, what you want to imagine is a sort of a spherical Mentos. Perfect. You know, the fruit, oh, the fruit Mentos? Spherical Mentos. Great, great. great. In, the tr- in the chewy druggy family. <laughs> All right, this is taken from the Melbourne Craigslist. Hello, Melbourne. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go, I'm going to read this one backwards. I'm going to read out. Yeah, fucking the... check out Christopher Nolan over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he make Memento? He made Memento. He made Memento. Mementos. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that was the tagline for that film Memento, the fresh maker. <laughs> Sorry. I loved, I loved after you made that joke. You said, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> move along, move along. Nothing to see here. All right, so this is entitled... Oh, sorry. This is, I'll read the description. I'll read the title. And this is a man looking for a man. And it, it reads, do you, like uncut, do you like an uncut cock? Need a guy that likes to play with foreskin and knows how to treat an uncut cock. Would like to lay back and let you have a good go at it. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the... It's a good go of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's entitled... Foreskin expert. <laughs> now, my question to you guys is: Do you think that's an official qualification, or mm. it's like a TAFE thing? I'd want to see some certification. Yeah, it's a what bachelor's degree, master's, at least tertiary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, uh, and what qualifies you as just a like is an expert that's professional, or is that just an enthusiast? No, no you think of enthusiast. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you, expert, you, I think you need to be. <laughs> sort of. Do you like an uncut cock? Need a guy that likes to play with foreskin and knows how to treat an uncut cock. Now, I've had a penis for all of my life. What erogenous zones are on the foreskin? Like, that's yeah. what, I, what... What are you going to do like, with a foreskin? What? My understanding is mm. once you're erect, the foreskin becomes irrelevant. Yes. No. No. <laughs> An expert on this as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, well, I want to know, like, what experience did this poor penis um, owner have yeah. that he's like, I need an expert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Someone just like. I'm sick of these fucking amateurs coming yeah. here. Someone just like, my foreskin. Exactly. Looked at his penis, saw the foreskin, freaked out and just punched it. <laughs> <laughs> can handle, can play with the foreskin. Yeah. Well, handle it does make it sound like no, 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 no. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's been, he's received medical medical advice, mm. and they're like, no, 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 you need an expert. <laughs> and who is the expert? He's like, I'm the expert. Oh, he turns up. He's like, yeah, I'm a fucking expert. Would you like to lay back and let me have a good a good go at it? Yeah, that's really. It's I love that. I love that. Hang on. Is this guy seeking this or offering this? He's seeking it. He's seeking it. He's, he will lay... No, 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 but he wants the expert, but he's offering his foreskin to the expert. Yeah, yeah, so he's, right. yeah he, he, doesn't want, he doesn't want the... Yeah, he'll provide the foreskin, you provide the expertise. There's reciprocity <laughs> in this, don't, don't you worry. 
But I love it. I love it if like a guy just laid back and was like, no pressure, just have a good go at it. That would be the first time. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah, have a good go of it. It does kind of lower the stakes. Like, just give it a go. Give it a crack. He doesn't believe it's the expert either. Yeah, so he's this is a trial. (laughs) This is essentially a job Mm. interview for the Foreskin Expert Association. Maybe this is how you get your qualifications. I think it might be. Are you an aspiring Foreskin expert? (laughs) Well... Put your money where your mouth yeah. is. I mean, it's really hard to do, and, and they've up the, up the hours you have to do now, but you just sort of fluff the logbook. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Let's move along. Ben, do you got one? Yeah, this is, a, this, is, this is a perfectly fine ad, but it's selling something I didn't think you could sell. <laughs> um, so this is from Canningvale in WA. Um, and it's... Oh, sorry. Nope. Um, this is from Canningvale in WA, um, and it's entitled Pine Mezzanine Floor You Remove. So we have a mezzanine floor and staircase that needs to be removed from a Canningvale location. Removal is to be all or nothing. Includes light fittings and cabling attached underneath, which will be deactivated by electrician before works commence. Framework is untreated pine with MDF for the floor service. Small shelving unit also to go easy roller door access. Can you sell a level of house? (laughs) (laughs) So wait, what they're saying is you can take the floor? I don't actually... No, no, no. By floor, they mean like the 13th floor. Like they mean like... This floor of our building, we are selling. So that amount of pine wood, if you unwrench it, you can have a floor's worth of wood. No, 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 wait. This is what's confusing about it. They're not offering the, the physical floor. They're offering the story of the building. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're offering a story. Exactly, it's a story. So, they're saying come and make our two-story house a one-story house. So wait, how do you, but how do you get in and out? I don't know! Without going through the bottom story? Is there an external ladder? Is it, is it, wait, is it a house or is it a build? Is it an office block? It looks to me like an office block. Right, and they're just saying, hey, do you want to, how much, how much is it going for? Um, it's going, you can own the top half of a building, but you don't get to, like, you have to take it away from the building. Um, <laughs> for $2,000. $2,000? Yeah. Wait, wait, so, so wait, what they're saying is, just so we're clear, because it was very confusing when you read it out. Okay. I don't know what's going what, on. What they're saying is, hey, if you bring a truck yeah, and okay. your own wrench and everything, you don't get the physical wood floor. Sorry, you can take not only the physical wood floor, but also the, the rest, walls, the walls, the, the stairs. They're selling the stairs. That, now, interesting question here. It, either you get the floor or the roof, right? You can't have both because then <laughs> what do they do? It says, it says on there, all or nothing. So wait, so you take that. What, what's, what's it going to... What's, what's on top of that? Either, either because one man's floor is another man's ceiling, exactly, is what you're saying. Right? That's what I'm saying. So either you take away a floor and no ceiling, or you take away a floor and a ceiling, and they don't get a roof. <laughs> no. And they also note that small shelving units are also included. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's fine, fine, whatever. Like, that think... is so irrelevant once you sell... It's like, shut up, shut the fuck up! <laughs> but the small shelving units, shut up! Like, you're taking away a roof and yeah. you're taking away I floors. think we're going to need to put this photo on the Facebook page because it, yeah. you, you it's hard to explain without looking at what they're offering. But you can basically have... An internal floor of a of our office block slash house, just take it away. Yeah. What? Where are you going to set this up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where? where? Why would you? On top put... of your house. <laughs> so it's like me coming to you and being like, "Hing, you live in a terrace house. You live in the inner west. Can I take the second floor? <laughs> yeah. Of okay. your four story. It's better than them offering to take the first floor, right? Because <laughs> that would be physically <laughs> very difficult. I'd still do it just to see how they coped with the second floor in the roof. <laughs> like what? Uh, framework, framework is untreated pine with MDMF for the. I mean, look, honestly, these details are irrelevant. How am I going to take this fucking floor? Like, I reckon they're not offering the, delivery, are they? No, 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 you have to come and get it. You get it. You don't need a truck. You need, like, some sort of. You need several trucks. Yeah. Do you want to go see this property? It's, it's in this. 
Henning Vale. Oh, it's in W. We can't. I'm hearing a naysayer. I mean, I'm hearing... This is going to yeah. require. We're going to need to. We're going to need to do a, a flight to Perth yeah. just for this. Well, follow up. Or if someone's near Canningvale, who's yeah, listening? If, if you're in, if you're in WA, because uh, we have listeners in WA. Can we give out this guy's phone number on the thing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's put it on Gumtree, so it is public. Hey, nice. if you want to call Ben on <laughs> nine, what what? Well, first of all, whatever the Canningvale area code is, and then nine three five three two one eight eight during business hours. Uh, and you want to do a bit of research for us, yeah, feel, free to, uh, feel free to suggest. <laughs> hey, Eliza, do you have one? Yeah, I do. Okay, ready? I'm also going to read the description first. Okay. Can I, can I just say that I've just had a look at this one, and this looks like it's going to be the maybe the grossest one we've ever had on the show. That is a very high bar. Mm-hmm. But just prepare yourself, listeners. This is fucking filthy. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, looking for guys that want to get rid of their comrades. Love the smell of them. Happy to pay you in a hand job or a blow job. See, that's self-satisfying because then he has more cum rags. Yeah, exactly. A clever man. <laughs> NSA and nothing expected in return. I'll come and collect it. Smiley face. I'm solid build 32-year-old wanting your rag. Happy to help you add that last load to it as well. Oh. And then it says in a dot point, do not contact me with unsolicited <laughs> services or offers. Unless it's cum rags. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, the title is, as you would expect, used cum rags for J-O or B-J, male for male, 32, Dandenong, Cranbourne, Frankston. Hello, Frankston. There's a, in <laughs> Three. Victoria. Yeah. He's versatile. My, 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 my. <laughs> What a clever guy this is. So Enterprising young man. Yes. So, wait, is this a way, is this like, can I sell, is there money I can get for my... Just, no, it's paid in, in age shows. Oh, well, that, that's far less appealing. Yeah. I was thinking, man, if you're a teenage guy and you want some extra cash. Yeah. What, like, I would totally sell my... Not unlike giving blood. Not that I had cum rags. <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult and I, oh, I was a civilized person. I used tissues. Sure. Um, <laughs> but if I, if I knew, if I was like 16 and just down on cash. Sure. I would feel totally comfortable selling my jerk-off rags to this guy. Would you? Yeah. Well, would what, you? Well, why would I care? Because well, he has I... to come to your house and get them. I know I said I'm, this. I'll post it to him. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were like, because obviously there's no. <gasps> oh my goodness. Sorry. Posting them to him. That'd be the greatest prank in the world. You put an ad on. Hey, my, uh, if I put an ad on Craig's being like, hey, my name's Ben. I'm really into cum rags. Here's my address. Send them to me. <laughs> and then just like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, we, just, I just cut a you baff- off, sorry. A baffling thing of like parcel after parcel of jizz cloth. You wouldn't know though. You oh. wouldn't know. You'd open up and be like, why are people sending me cloth? You wouldn't <laughs> think jizz cloth, would you? Uh, I'd like to think I, I would. What, I'd like mean, to think you, I'm savvy what, enough. Do you think just because you've done this podcast you'd think that? <laughs> or? Yeah, I, mean, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> oh, I am, the old jizz cloth to my address. I say this a lot on the podcast, I think. But like my biggest concern with this would be... That this is almost definitely for spells. <laughs> like, They're just trying uh, to entrap someone. I have mute a... and cum rag <laughs> of inner west male. Like, obviously, the only thing in it for the. For the... <laughs> right, I'm just imagining the three witches in Macbeth. Yeah, mm, well, that's, that's basically I mean. yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, oh. the only thing in it for the person who owns the cum rags is is an HJ, right? That's that's the only thing in it because you you wouldn't just be like, nah, have Adam. Or it's just like, I can't move for all the cum rags in my house. What Please you, get rid of it. I mean, I mean, look. I, I, I... What, yeah, what does NSA mean? No strings attached. National Security Agency. <laughs> Could mean both. Could mean either. We don't know. In this instance, they say the NSA and nothing expected. I mean, so I guess they're saying, look, the great thing about these is they're not digital communications. <laughs> can't be tracked. Yeah. You're off the grid, man. 
<laughs> my, my, my. But well, um, I want to know, is it difficult to maybe get rid of a cum rag? Like, is it difficult to yeah. get rid of it? So this this I think this you have service... to go to the volcano from whence it was forged. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to the bir- origin of birth of the person yeah. that yeah. you were masturbating over. Yeah. And yeah. you have to plant it where yeah. they were born. It's like, exactly. getting back to, like... Why does it just keep showing up? <laughs> see, I don't have a problem with this, right? I, I never have to see this person again. If, I, my, I would sell, I would, I mean, not that I'm making these, but if I, if hey, I was... Hey, you already set your heart up on cash. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> hey, if anyone wants to buy my joke off, I'll make joke off, I'll sell them for, what, what do you reckon is a reasonable price? Like $50, $20? Am I, am I lowballing this? No, yeah, you are. I'd say really? a dollar a piece. You sell it for the price of the, the cloth itself. Plus, a, you know how you when you Wait, buy you water, you're actually buying the plastic bottle, not the water? Do you think my cum rags would be more or less expensive than me just selling rags? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very specific market, mm. but this market is obviously desperate for the, you know. Yeah, that's true. Go um, fancy. Make embroidered silks where there's like a circle yeah. and then you you put the... Monograms? Yeah. Maybe? Oh. <laughs> I'm not monogramming my cum rags. Oh, no, no. I don't want these being traced back the, to me. That's what the gentleman would do. A gentleman would put his initials yeah. on the cloth. I'm not going to... I'm not going to send these out and then we're like, oh, who's... Then they're going to know who I am. I want this anonymous. I want them to just kind of be like, oh, that's... Do they... they, I mean, it's just... He just wants the... He doesn't want to look at me. He doesn't want to... I'm getting... I'm getting a... I'm going to a tailor next week to get my my suit fitted for my wedding. (laughs) And I'm just wondering if I should be like... Look, why, why, can I just get some monogram cameras? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why so? But he says that he, th- this person says that they love the smell of them. Uh, and that's important to him. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, I mean, I've never. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Can I suggest that this man has a ready and accessible supply of cum, and I assume rags. Um, like, oh, like his own. Like, could this not just be a DIY thing? Uh, I, th- I think once you know it's yours. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really? It's, yeah, it's like the smell of your own farts. It's like you, na- you know They're very them. erotic. Yeah, they're very erotic. <laughs> you will sell them on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, he looks very, like, happy to assist and happy to help. Yeah, he seems he very seems enthused. He's like a really nice guy. He yeah. seems like a oh, great guy. Yeah, it's, it's a man's looking a, for a man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm totally on board for this guy. I, I just thought that there was money involved and I thought, um, yeah. you know, maybe this is a way for me to pay off my debts. <laughs> maybe not. There's many other ways on Craigslist to yeah. pay off your debt, though. Well, you were saying there's a Craigslist story that you wanted to... Oh, yeah. Well, I've actually got a lot of Craigslist story, but for the... Are you a, are you a Craigslist uh, regular? I have never been on Craigslist, but there, there's one story... Okay, should I give you... You know how Alice Fraser, in her stand-up, she gives you like a choose-your-own-adventure option? She's like, do you want to hear this bit or that bit? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear the Craigslist story about uh, someone who wants sex and then my mate who got a stranger over the internet to come and he was of a different race than the picture he put in the Craigslist? Or do you want to hear a story about Craigslist where a guy... Punches his leg. Uh, let's, second let's, one. Second second, one. let's hear the second one, and when we get you back, the, it works. Yeah. It, it, story, we'll the, get the, first the second one, one probably works That's for your good. tangent a lot because it's like leaving your jacket at somebody's house. So <laughs> you can come back and say hi. <laughs> it's really cute. You do that in my house all the time. Then, um, so basically, uh, I get, um, I'm an actor, and I know heaps of actor friends who are very creative and also very poor and very desperate. Hey. And so, yeah, exactly. And so one day during school, my friend, my 22 year old male friend, who's a bit of a dumb dumb comes into school and is like guys 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 i found the best job it pays 30 dollars an hour and i'm going to the job tonight and we're like what's the job what's the job and he was like basically i get paid 30 dollars an hour to punch my own leg (laughs) 
in front of a dude and he doesn't even touch me. He said no touching. And I was like, dude, how long do you think that you can punch your leg? You're going to walk away limping with just like maybe 15 bucks because you've been doing it for half an hour. And he was like, oh. Wait, did he say it was pro rata? Like, What's you pro rata? Like, surely if you got to pay for the full hour. Yeah. You, you know, it's not going to be 15 bucks for half an hour. No, 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 no. It was like by, uh, by the minute. So it's like, it wasn't like flat fee. Do it. Here's the two hours worth. Just go until I can't. Oh, it was like. 50 cents, a, 50 cents a minute. Yeah, man, fuck that. I'd be like, hey, minimum two hour call out. This is, this right? Is, uh, no, this is why actors need unions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, MEAA. Thank yeah. you so much. Equity. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, I, I really like to imagine that it wasn't a sex thing, that the guy was just a fuckwit. Yeah, and he was just like, "Good man, are you kidding me? If I if I wasn't poor as fuck right now, I'd pay you sixty bucks to punch yourself in the dick." What are, what are <laughs> it's like, no, punch yourself in the upper thigh, like yeah, punch wait, yourself. Was the dude, jerking it during this? He it didn't say. But did he go? Did he did he go to the job? Did he do it? Uh, I he was very. I was like, please don't do this. Oh, because you're a terrible friend. <laughs> I was like, I was more like, you were gonna. How survive. much would you pay him not to do it? Yeah, that's what he should have turned it back on you. Second question: How much would you pay me not to do it? <laughs> I am so poor right now, apparently. I would pay you fifty dollars not to take a thirty dollar an hour job of punching yourself in the leg. Wow, that's very nice. It's very kind and caring of yeah. you. Thank you, mm. but I can never pay for your own insecurity and low <laughs> self worth. I can never pay for that. All right. Uh, well, uh, speaking of, I was about to say speaking of insecurity, but no, this, that's not a segue at all. That has nothing to do with that. This is just a nice one, uh, a very, this very timely one, which means I have to put up this episode very soon because it's relevant to this week. Uh, it's taken from Sydney Craigslist, and people in Sydney would know, and people in Australia would know that our NRL grand final is on this weekend. Right now. Uh, the not NRL right. is like, uh, for our American listeners, it's like a football thing. It's like our football yeah. Super Bowl, Super yeah. Bowl, but for our Australian yeah. rugby league. This are uh, the. Draculas and the Frankensteins. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, in the NRL, all of the teams are named after spooky, spooky Halloween creatures. Yeah. <laughs> there's the mummies, there's the Draculas, there's the Frankensteins, there's the Wolfmen. Yeah. They were good this year, but they got knocked out in the, fi- in the yeah. preliminary final. The 13 year old girls are specifically very spooky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. their heads turn around backwards <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they speak in like weird lost <laughs> Egyptian languages. Yeah. And they just vomit blood throughout the game. Yeah. Now, if, you, if you're thinking that now, even if you're an Australian list, if you're thinking now, what was the connection with that joke? Like, why is there something? Is there something? Is there? An, there's not an extra step. No. Ping me, and apparently Eliza also just really enjoys spooky things. I love them, love them so much. Hey, anyway, yeah. All right. So this is entitled "Who Let the Dogs Out?" Man for man, woman, Sydney wide. Now, uh, man for man or woman? Man for man and woman. Oh, it's oh. actually the wrong way around. It's actually a. It turns out it's actually they've put. It's actually a man and a woman looking for a man, but okay. not important. They've just put it the wrong way around. Um. Now, to, now to actually explain. To a, one of the teams playing in the is that was a joke. The Dracula's <laughs> thing was a joke. Uh, a team is called the Bulldogs that are playing. They're from mm. their local Sydney team, the Canterbury Bulldogs. This is entitled "Go the Doggies." Anybody want? And anybody, male and female, want any company at their place to watch the grand final? Sex would be great during the final. <laughs> Just imagine the adrenaline rush. Reply with a location. Oh no, I was right. It was right the first time. This is a man looking for a couple. Okay. And he's saying, hey. Go the doggies, first of all. That's important. First and foremost, you guys, you guys Bulldogs fans? Yeah, Bulldogs fans? Bulldogs fans? All right. Now, can fuck. We fuck? <laughs> can, can we? So what, what he's looking for is an MMF, like a male-male-female threesome during the grand final. Imagine the adrenaline rush. He doesn't, he doesn't just want them to fuck while he watches the game. Oh. Hang on. Want any company? It says company at their place. I guess it's not specific. Oh, you it, need to he might want to dress one of them up like a bulldog. One, one of them like, like a, a rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> That's the other <laughs> <team>. <laughs> Sex would be great during the final. 
I think he he must want to get involved. He well, must want to get involved. Maybe not at first. Yeah. Well, you know, what, you're going to sit there and watch? Well, I don't think you can, like, I, I don't think you can, I don't think this, those things are compatible, are they? What, watching football? Watching and, football. Some people watch porn during sex. No. Yeah. Really? Did you know I heard a fucking great story? And this is, this is, you know, that, you know, the, the, the secret thing, like positive affirmation, believe yeah. in yourself, you can achieve anything. You know, you put it into the world, it comes out. Yeah. Apparently Kanye West, Mr. Kanye West, genius of our age, voice of a generation, yeah. he, when he was having sex with women before he was married, he would sort of pick people up and go, hey, I'm Kanye West, you want to have sex with me? I'm a famous rapper. Mm. He would go back to his hotel room and he'd have on a USB stick or on a DVD or whatever, he would have the Kim Kardashian no, sex tape and he would play that while having sex with these groupies or women or whatever. And then positive affirmation, he would like, he married her. How did amazing he, is that? Did he want that? <laughs> like, yeah. did he, or was it just affirmation that he was like conscripted to? <laughs> no, no, no. So he was just, he it's was the just... curse of the Kim Kardashian video <laughs> day. Oh, the ring. It's like, yeah. you watch it and then seven days later you marry Kim Kardashian. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> but how lovely. It's quite a romantic story. No, I think. it's not. Is it? I think it's quite romantic because he, I mean, it's obviously gross and weird and crazy because it's Kanye West, but on top of it, it's like he's been kind of dreaming about this person and Aww. fantasizing about this person for years. Mm. And but he's what been... about the poor women he was having sex with? Oh, well, they're not, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they were, They must have been into it a little bit. They were there, you know. Yeah. I mean, what, what are you going to, I mean, if you were there with Kanye West and he's like, hey, I just want to watch this porno. Of, and maybe they wouldn't recognize it as Kim Kardashian. Maybe they didn't know he was just thinking about her. Maybe, no story. maybe, maybe they didn't realize he did that every time. Maybe, you wouldn't think he'd do it every time. How do you know this, Michael? Uh, I was talking to Kanye. No, it's just, uh, <laughs> I heard, actually, I, don't, I have not verified this at all. This is just a friend. I'm sorry I even asked yeah. for yeah. verification. But um, um, I put it to this guy that he won't be able to watch the game and have sex. Oh, uh, you think? Well, I mean, maybe, maybe then it's not about actually following the game this is just his very specific fetish no i reckon i reckon that he has gotten so desperate on craigslist that yeah. he's decided to be like oh hey that that game is playing yeah. what about that what about sex while we do that you guys love the game don't you yeah, like, oh like, sex would be great while we do that <laughs> like a week ago it was like hey <laughs> bachelor vinyl am i right let's <laughs> fuck yeah he's like well risotto's there time consuming let's fuck while we make it hey oh god because he knows uh, that people will be at home do you know what would make this episode of Huey's Cooking Adventure. That much better. <laughs> you oh my god! It. That would be so good. He's like, "Oh, you're cleaning your bathroom today. Oh, uh, sex would be great while we do that." Uh, so he's, oh he, what he's, he's playing this off as kind of a fetish or a special occasion. Nah, In reality, yeah. it could be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think it's going to be awkward if anybody replies to that ad because as someone who like doesn't know a lot about sport, but actually would like would actually like to like sport, but yep. it's, I'm just in a situation where I don't. Mm. Um, when I go to the football game with my little brother, he's very patient and he explains things to me. Because I've given up and pretending I know what's going on. Mm. And that's going to be awkward for him too. He'll be like, oh gosh, it's such a good, such a bloody good game, isn't it? Oh, he's, he's a fast one. Oof, he'd, he'd be good. Hey, we going to fuck or what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's so true because he starts off the thing with a, hey, go the doggies. Go the doggies. Go the doggies, run to woof woof. Yeah. Oh, I love a little bit of pig skin thrown in there. Oh. there. Oh, God, let's fuck. Yeah, my amazing. understanding is they're not actually dogs. <laughs> So they're, they're human men. <laughs> I love it if he was like actually comes around and the couple's like, oh, no promises. But if you just want to come watch the game with us and then like anything happens in the game and he doesn't understand the significance or insignificance of what's happening. If like a whistle is blowing, he's like, oh, what about it? It's a fucking time? Oh, oh what a fumble. Oh, oh, 
Well, well, so to, to kind of root this guy out, what we should do as a couple, not sorry, what you should do as a couple if you're interested in this person. Yeah. I, I gesture towards you, Ben. I'm not suggesting yeah. you and I. We're, we, we're not eligible. We're a man and a man. He wants a man and a woman. That's true. Aww. So anyway, if you're interested Can in I this- Can I just say, sorry, that somebody who listens to the podcast who knows that we're recording now just called your phone. So fuck you, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so my advice for anyone who is interested in this let me say if you want to get this guy across what you should do he turns up and you're like oh hello welcome yeah, welcome well, hi um so you're into football are you very much so Ooh, all right uh my lovely wife is here hello she's very interested <laughs> in this now uh we just want to make sure you're into football can you please just complete this simple quiz five questions number one who's playing in the uh who's playing in the big game today bring back the biff that's what i say <laughs> anyway <laughs> Um, yeah, th- this is an erection. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanna... Who do you think going to win the big game? Oh, well, I think on the, on, 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 at the end of the day, sex will be the winner. <laughs> when we're, when we're... My big old boner will be the winner. <laughs> and this continues on until you just, I guess through <laughs> a series of attrition, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, oh, I guess i got to fuck him now. Yeah. Fuck him really quickly in the ad break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got one last we got time for one last one. Uh, why don't we throw to our guest? Eliza, have you got one you want to share with us? Yeah, I do. Okay, ready? Wanted. Wanted to buy large blacksmith anvil and swage block. I don't know what is a that- swage is. I don't know, you're the expert. Mm, yeah. I, okay. Con- condition used. I want to buy blacksmith anvils and swage blocks. Please email me if you have any for sale. Thank you. Now M- from Muru Bull. Yeah, in Queensland. Queensland. Now, I might be showing my ignorance here, mm-hmm. but is there anything you can do in this day and age with an anvil and swage block other than start up a new old Sydney town? Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you think the only option for this is some sort of theatrical production? I feel, I feel Why so. else would you need an anvil? Yeah, I mean, we don't use anvils anymore, do we? Well, how else do you make a sword? What are you gonna, how, how <laughs> I don't you make think we sword? make swords anymore. What are we, how else are you going to kill the dragon? What? I don't understand <laughs> what you're doing. You're going to punch a dragon to death? Yeah, what are you, 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 you trying to use a bow and arrow on a dragon? <laughs> that, that, man, dragon hide leather, super thick. What, are you going to push it with an arrow? That's just a magical arrow, sure. We need a fucking regular arrow? Get fucked. Maybe Get we're going to have a lot of blacksmiths running in. Because they still exist. I remember I was at a gig once, and a, and a stand-up was doing a, a bit about... um. How there's no manly men left anymore. Like, like no, nobody's manly. Like, like you. What do you do? And the guy goes, "I'm a blacksmith." <laughs> <laughs> so what? I mean, I, I guess a lot of it's been redone by. Uh, it's done by machines now, right? You yeah. Gotta, you, I want to get a horseshoe made. Robots. I'll go on Alibaba. Yeah. Type in horse, fashionable horseshoe. <laughs> summer. Show the toast. Hot, 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 hot summer. Hot 2014. Yeah. No, I reckon actually a farrier, a farrier would use that. I, okay. A farrier is I, like I, a, a I, shoe. I know. I know that farriers make horseshoes. I know that. I know, we've done a lot of comedy about horses on this thing. I just thought that was the funniest thing that blacksmiths could potentially make because we've already gone through swords. All right. That was a crave decision I made for a goof. Look at, look and at fucking Eliza Riley just backing up the fact truck. <laughs> I think you'll find your little goof was a little bit accurate. Hey guys, where do we put these facts? On the, on the top of your lols? We got a whole Just bunch. <laughs> mine, oh mine, it's going to take all day. I'm going to have to fact check these. You know what? I didn't think that man looking for cum rags was using it for voodoo spells. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even think voodoo is actually a thing that works. There, I said it. I'll, I'll get on board. Um, but Eliza, you... Yes. You you are you are somebody who is extremely knowledgeable about a lot of things. Thank apparently, apparently. Is, is, we didn't know this inviting you on, frankly, and maybe we wouldn't have. <laughs> um, is a is an anvil and a swage block a thing that people still use? Uh uh-uh. uh Outside of nope. dramatic re- recreation. No no. Did you ever go to Old Sydney Town? Yes. 
Yes, I loved Old Sydney. lit up so much there. Yeah, I loved Old Sydney Town so much. The Melbourne equivalent is... Uh, old Sydney Town. <laughs> they have one down there as well. Actually, to be honest, it's more of a novelty if it's yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah, it's yeah, more exciting. Yeah. Um, and is that is it like I, I have such hazy memories of Old Sydney Town. Mm. Did they have actors being like boogity boogity boo? Yeah, they did. Boogity boogity boo. <laughs> they were just from the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> they were just very ill and lived till forty. Boogity boogity boo. <laughs> so uh, I mean, old people are scary. <laughs> Old Sydney Town is a thing that would happen in every kind of most cities with a colonial past would have this kind of thing where sure. you, you go to it's just on the outskirts of the town there'll be this kind of like some out of work actors have yeah. finally found work I'm still available for parties <laughs> but mitzvahs and I'll do anything I'll do anything I'll do Old Sydney Town <laughs> And they have people dressed up in the kind of colonial gear and they go, Whoa, the first people here yeah. and they oh, and it's time for us to meet the town crier. And then yeah. like an old drunk man comes out and goes, and everyone's yeah. like, Oh, <laughs> people were always drunk then. Yeah. <laughs> Eliza, would you take a job at Old Sydney Town or would you punch your leg for an hour? Oh no, job at Sydney Town any day. There was this bit actually that really scared me when I was little where they get like, a, if you go with school that they put you into a, like an ye olde classroom and they put the kind of chalkboards that are now kind of like iPad size. Oh, your, your, your yeah. slate kind of. Yeah, your slate, slate and yeah. then a really mean a teacher like and every I knew why didn't they stop this it was obviously the <laughs> 90s but basically every like because I went several times and every time I went there was always like three crying kindergartens outside because the like the teacher would the just be like methoded it, no please. yeah they methoded it no it was this man a scary man and he'd whack like the desks with a cane <sighs> and when you're five you don't get that like the irony or like yeah, the veil yeah. of like it's too young yeah, you, you, it's yeah. too young and they were like I was crying and I kind of kept on being like, what was I meant to learn? Like, what? Yeah. What's the lesson here? Um, five-year-olds famously can only suspend their disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> so I once, um, when, when I was like probably in, in junior school, junior school, primary school, primary school, and it was like oh, maybe you your hoity-toity yeah. fucking private school. I was in year four, um, and we went to the Police and Justice Museum, uh. and they do a thing where a guy, um, a tour guide, um, locks you in a prison cell, and then comes back in t- 10 minutes dressed like an old-timey costume. It's like, it's like you've been transported. Oh, hello there. What's up with you? Sorry, is this poor like, actor. Is yeah. this like the worst fucking TARDIS of all? Like it's a prison cell TARDIS? Is that what yeah, this well, is? I don't know. I don't know what, like I didn't go into the mythology of it, but like I really distinctly remember. He was like, does anybody have any questions like, about what it's like in the rocks? And then somebody was like, one of the little smart asses was like, do you like watching TV? And the guy was like, television, what's that? And the kid said, I said TV, not television. Oh. <laughs> like, mate, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> I don't know no. what that stands for. <laughs> I really like it that it was like around 10 minutes where he had to get out of the costume and into another one. And at some point there were two actors, but one of them was fired, probably that morning. And so he's like, fuck, I got to do that. Yeah, now he's Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, That's three from three. That we've had a Mrs. Doubtfire reference. <laughs> yes. But yeah, those poor, poor, poor actors. Wow. Yeah. All right, we are just about to wrap up here. I just want to share one last one with you guys because I put it on the Facebook page and I think it's pretty glorious. Uh, and then we'll, we'll wrap up and just after this, it'll be very, very quick. Uh, this is a taken from Craigslist. And it's entitled "To Man Looking for a Woman." It's entitled "White Male Seeks Indian in All Caps <laughs> Woman." Fifty Clarkson. And the only thing interesting about this is that the image. This person has chosen to share with the craziest community the first image. Not a photo of him, not a photo of the kind of person he wants to date. It's yeah. just what he's put up is just a map of India. <laughs> hey, 
Are you an Indian woman? Sorry, if you don't know what that word means, here's a map from where you might be from. <laughs> Can I say what he might be doing is he might be not trying not to do a Christopher Columbus. We'd be like, from oh. here, from here. I reckon that's true. <laughs> yeah. I reckon he's ta- spoken to many friends yeah. and he's like, this place, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely this place. Uh, that is excellent. Well, mm. thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And we'd like and to thank, thank our huge get, uh, uh, huge, I meant like wonderful. Why did Sorry. I say huge? Sorry. Why did I say Sorry. huge? I'm pretty huge. Okay. Eliza is 14 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, herself. I <laughs> 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 had to um, cut a hole in the wall. You have been an absolute belter of a guest. Thank you so fantastic. much. Thank you, Ben. Thank coming. you, Michael. It's been a pleasure. Uh, are we, it's the first time we've had a snakeologist on. Yeah. <laughs> and a cum rag expert. <laughs> God damn, you guys need to have more ladies on this show. I know we do. God damn. I know we do, frankly. <laughs> um, uh, now, people can listen to you on the FBI radio station if they're in Sydney. Oh, yeah. And you do radio there multiple times a week, for mm. example. Uh, for example, probably most likely to hear Saturday mornings from 7 till 10 a.m. on Girls Gone Mile. Which you... Your sister Hannah. Yep. Mm. Yep, which is excellent. Excellent radio. And sometimes I do the radio with Jen Fricker as well on mm-hmm. FBI radio. Uh, previous guest of the show, Jen Frigger. Previous guest of the friend show. Of the show friend Winston of the show. Church Cat episode. That was. Um, <laughs> uh, can people follow you on Twitter, for example? Yes, they can. At uh, Eliza Kate Riley or at Girls Gone Wild without any of the vowels. Oh. oh Clever. So it's, it's Girls Gone Mild but without any of the vowels. It's, yeah, so yep. it's like Girls Gone Mild. whole sentence. Yep. Girls Gone Mild. Yeah, no, yeah, just work it out. And finally, you do a show occasionally at the Giant Dwarf Theatre that people can come to. <gasps> yeah, I do. I Thanks just, so much I'm for all these I'm prompting you these fucking plugs. I, I missed this and I am the first time we did it and I am... Not upset, I'm furious that I missed it because it sounded incredible. It was I'm really ecstatic crazy. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really great. Thank you so much for prompting my plugs. I'm very bad at doing it myself. It's Yarama Dune Public School Debaters Night. It's happening at Giant Dwarf coming 2015. I think we're going to do it like four times a year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be really fun. It's like a primary school debate night. It is where we get we dress adult people in primary school uniforms mm-hmm. and it is amazing. It's really fun. Uh, the last show that I missed, somebody got dacked on stage. So. By Louis, Louis Hobb, uh, Lewis Hobber. Excuse nice. me, dacked yeah. someone. Uh, Previous guest of the show. Yes. Now, the show. Jenkins, this will probably go up tomorrow. Do you have anything you want to plug? No, just I'd be real, be real good to each other. What about Story Club? Oh, yeah, actually. Well, we can <laughs> Thanks. I love this. Like, <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, um, <laughs> you, want to, you want to do the throw again? No, no, no. We can't do this. This all stays. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, tomorrow night. Well, tonight, if you're listening, and it's on Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, Monday, the 6th, 6th of October. October uh, we have a very special edition of the show that um, me and Zoe Norton Lodge run uh, called Story Club um, because we have amazing guests, but this is the first time since we've done the podcast that it has been me and Hing on the same bill at Story Club, which is very exciting. Now, that is not true, but the last time <laughs> I did this, yeah. we had we weren't doing the podcast because we were lazy. Oh, okay, good. So. Good. <laughs> um, and so it's, it's Michael Hing. It's Free to Good Homes, Michael Hing. The one and only. Um, media watcher Jonathan Holmes and actress Kate Mulvaney. And uh, Kate Harris also. It's going to be fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, and you can get tickets um, in, on the internet. So. I have started writing my story, Ben. Oh, yes. Thing tomorrow. And it is about, and I've never, I've never really talked about this on stage before. It's, the, it's about my uh, professional video gaming career. Ooh, <gasps> cool. People are, yeah, people have been asking me to talk about this for ages. I had never got around to writing a, because I always thought it was going to be like a one-off festival show thing that yeah, I would do and yeah. do a whole hour on it. But uh, no. <laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> no, fuck it. Just, uh, right. So I've written this thing. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about doing that. Um, also, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash free to a good home podcast. Please find us in iTunes, rate and review the show. Uh, feel free. Here's a thing that I somewhat, a friend of ours, a friend of a friend told them that they did and they just told me. Yeah. Uh, 
they said that their friend just goes, hey, they've got this cool podcast and they take, the other, they take someone's phone and they just like subscribe to the podcast in someone else's phone for them. Great. Aww. So do that. With, do that. Uh, whoever, where, if you're near somebody now, if you're on a bus, if you're on a train, if you're in a park. <laughs> friend or not. Friend or not. Ask them for their it's phone. It's better if you don't know them. The first yeah. thing you do is you say, give me your phone. <laughs> okay. And, then and, if, and if they're they, not going to want to do that initially. So no. you're going to have to maybe hold something sharp or <laughs> blunt. Or offer them uh, an HJ or a BJ. Yeah, exactly. People love them. Once you have their phone, this is a really important bit. You subscribe, throw it into the sea. <laughs> subscribe free to Good Home Podcast and then throw it into the sea. They will thank you for it. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, make technology controls us too much. Now <laughs> Just free them from the shackles. All right, so thank you so much to Eliza Riley for doing this. Please come back uh, very soon. It'll yeah. be great. Uh, thank you to Ben. Thank, thank you. you to List for the... the, the Thank you to the most important people of all, me. Uh, no, thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the cape, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.